Right, welcome to the 2020 Shoot Show. Almost done. We got New Year's just around the corner. And I guess I just really want to just see the whole year in my rearview mirror and say sayonara. Uh, anyways, enough negative shit. I got that out of my system. Now, it's time to get inside my brain as we talk to some really cool people about some really cool stuff. So welcome to My Motley Thoughts. All right, everyone. Fist bumps to everyone listening today. I got a little bit of an odd uh, change in direction in the pod today. Um, since most of the people I know that have any importance <laughs> are in, on holidays right now, I wasn't going to do another podcast through the holidays, but I got this idea the other day while sitting in my kitchen area. I have uh, two of my boys live downstairs, and so they there with me in the house and I was listening to us talk <laughs> our family type talk and it to me it was actually quite remarkable how ridiculous and funny it was and I thought hey <laughs> maybe we should do a podcast the <laughs> the three of us and just kind of shoot the shit and see what happens so that's what I did I brought in today <laughs> my two guests are Two of my sons, Jonah and Mac, Mac being the youngest one. So if you dare, um, join us and listen. Here are my two boys, Jonah and Mac. What's up? Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you fine. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So since it is in the spirit of Christmas, uh, I, I was trying to think of how we could start this. Um, Christmas shit. I saw today on, I think it was on Twitter, I saw Spin Chicklets uh, posted a thing saying top Christmas movies. Like uh, underrated Christmas movies. Boom. There you go. There's the start. Underrated Christmas movies? The only ones I can think of are like Grinch or Elf. Oh, dude. I know, I know. (laughs) Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, yeah, there we go. That's a good one. How about uh, the one that you showed me with with Vince Vaughn? Four Christmases? Yeah. That one's good. Oh, uh, uh, the work, work party one. The staff party, or whatever it's called. With, um, uh, what's his name? They, they, they throw the Christmas party. Um, uh, and, like, at the office, and everything just gets, like, way too wild. The dude swings from the fucking Why don't I remember lights. That? How do you not? They end up having a bag of fake snow that gets swapped, and they're gonna like blow it all over the party to you know make it seem like Christmas. But they accidentally mix it with a bag of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I forget. I okay. You, okay I'm looking look it up. Oh yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Um, what's the Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Love it, it's one. Oh, oh and, and, and Seth Rogen. Yeah, and, that one's good. That one's oh, funny. Yeah, it's literally called Office Christmas Party. It's got um uh, the the guy the um uh, uh side sidekick in Deadpool. T.J. Miller. Yeah, yeah. Here, look. I'll even show you a photo. 
So, did you figure out what movie it was? Yeah, it? it's literally called Office Christmas Party. It's got Jason Bateman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jason Bateman, T.J. Miller. Who, hold on, I got it. I, I right don't here. remember. See, um, uh, Jennifer Aniston is in it. Uh, the weird blonde chick from SNL who has like a, like a lot of teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Kate McKinnon. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not not her. Like um. Uh, I don't know how to, how to describe her. Like the giant teeth with no, huge no, gums. No, 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 not the one, not the one that is like really awkward. But like she's like super. She has like the really weird, almost like evil looking smile. I don't, I don't know who it is. But office Christmas party, watch it. It's hilarious. <laughs> just so y'all all know, I just give you fill you in a little bit. Uh, with my youngest son Mac, he uh, if you're having issues understanding him. It, and because he taught, do you know the the cartoon movie Over the Hedge? <laughs> There's a squirrel in it, and as soon as he takes a drink of Coke, it's like a million miles an hour, and everything to him is in slow motion, and he thinks he's normal, but in actuality, he's going a million miles an hour. Well, well, that's my youngest, so maybe I'll slow down the speed on this recording for when Mac talks. Or the volume. Well, no doubt. I'm looking. I'm looking right now at the volume, and whenever Mac talks, the whole thing just goes like this. <laughs> um, it's just like cadence. I don't know what that means. I was gonna ask you about. Uh, do either of you guys work today? Nope. Nope. So you're. You're not making any money today. No. Want to give me money? <laughs> <laughs> um, We're doing your podcast. For free. For free. It's a joke. Not what my manager said. <laughs> What's your job, Mac? <laughs> I'm a sales rep at Club 16. Which is? Oh, a gym, for those of you who don't know. <laughs> and you're an aspiring what? Personal trainer. Besides a jackass? <laughs> Personal trainer and potentially world famous musician. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one and joe and jonah jonah what do you do uh i paint houses <laughs> i had to give up the hockey thing yeah for those of, for those of you that don't know uh, uh my that's s- me right there <laughs> the one on the ice not the bench Jonah, uh, if you don't know the story, he 
him and I uh, played together, I guess, if you will, uh, a few years back in the LA organization. Jonah was a pro goalie and has since given it up and moved on in his life. But yeah, he's a he's a painter now. And also, though, uh, on a more serious note, he does uh, um, customized shoes. He's quite the artist. I don't know if you've uh, had a chance to look at his stuff or not, but if you haven't, I'll 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 uh, say some stuff at the end of the pod, and so you can go follow him. Can we give some context for why that was so funny? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess th- this whole story, Jonah, I, Jonah and I years ago, when he was in the organization in LA and I was coaching there, he uh, he he got uh, long story. It's a long story, but long story short, he he ended up getting uh, he was called up to the American League and he was backing up Jack Campbell and then. Quickie got hurt, yada, uh, no, yeah, Quickie got hurt, then Sackhoff got hurt, and everybody started bumping up the chain, and, and uh, we ran out of goalies a little bit, so I got the word that I was going to have to back up Jonah in the American League, which was, uh, I guess, a first in, in history, and in, in, I think in pro sports. I, I don't think anyone else, father or son, had done that before. Well, in pro hockey, anyways. Uh, so it was quite a, a fun little story at the time. And there's a in my office on pod, obviously you can't see, but in my office behind me, my family framed a nice big picture of both our jerseys from that game with the Ontario Reign in the American Hockey League. Uh, and it was um, something to remember for sure. But that's like serious shit. That's not why. I, brought these two donkeys on the <laughs> I just wanted them to know why we were laughing with the photo being Joan on the I don't the, the, fu- the funny thing is we pro- if you would have played we probably would have won that game <laughs> <laughs> or it would have been worse I don't know yeah no it would definitely have been worse um Mac you you said you're a uh, you're you're a trainer or want you want to be a trainer you you do do training but like you want to do it for a profession but i have a question for you um how do you plan on doing that when you dress like such a donkey (laughs) (laughs) he looks normal now yeah well but people can't see that explain to everyone what you wear in the gym uh crop tops and jorts (laughs) (laughs) And, and Mac isn't the best at listening to people's advice or following people's advice, so he chooses to look like a, a donkey, like a, an actual donkey, to the point where I think he does it on purpose. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> it's funny. That's why I do it. For people that don't know, we lived a lot of our life in Japan, and uh, Mac was actually... Uh, he was the only one of the four kids that was actually born in in Tokyo, and he is actually the the whitest of everybody in the whole family. Hey, so gang. it looks. Continue. Okay, yeah. So, anyways, Mac, 
is the only one that has uh he's actually got three three passports he's got a canadian all expired (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't even matter now because we can't leave the country but uh he's got all three passports um i was gonna ask some things about japan that uh you have memories of i was gonna ask jonah first because uh it's it's an interesting topic actually you know talking about you know living in a different country or being raised in a different country what are your fondest memories of japan probably doing stuff we weren't supposed to be doing like <laughs> stuff that van would would van our older brother is kind of a shithead so <laughs> we would throw snowballs at strangers <laughs> walking t- while they were walking to work <laughs> or didn't you I don't know, shooting, wine, didn't, shooting wine glasses with bb guns in the laundry room yeah. <laughs> didn't you uh you told me a story a while back of you and your friend that lived just down the road from us uh yota yeah Did, didn't you do something like that yeah rocks yeah <laughs> it was the worst thing i'd done <laughs> what did you do i uh I think he led the charge. This time wasn't me. His Okay, hang on, parents, hang on, hang on. How old are you so they can paint like this picture? Kindergarten? Okay, okay grade so, one. so Jonah's in, in grade one. His parents owned a I guess it's like a concrete company. Mm-hmm. So there are those individual stalls, like giant house size stalls that mm-hmm. had gravel or sand or big stones and we would climb up the side of it all the way to the top and like we would shimmy the fence so if we fell we'd like break our legs i can't remember if he (laughs) sorry (laughs) (laughs) i can't remember if he grabbed the rock first or what happened but we threw rocks down at cars at at cars parked cars (laughs) yeah (laughs) I still feel bad about it. <laughs> I I never ever actually heard that kid talk. He never talked around. He didn't speak yeah, English. I, I don't remember him talking much. <laughs> and yet they were best friends. I talked the most, and I couldn't even barely speak their language. That's crazy. How about the other thing I remember you you uh, talking about was uh, when when you guys were little, like around even that age. It was kind of weird back in that day. We allowed the kids to go uh, to school. It, it was the Christian Academy of Japan, and you had to get on and walk through town, the city, get to the train station, get on the train, and, and it was a ways to get to school. And we let all the kids go by themselves. And, like, they walked together or whatever. But I guess I'll, they used to do some pretty shitty things that I didn't know about until later on. I think years later when they were joking about it amongst each other. I think my oldest boy, if you know him, he's definitely the one that led all of the charge in that category. But tell Jonah, tell that story about what you guys used to do where you would stop in to those machines. The Didn't you, didn't he figure out a way to 
steal the candy or something you know the game ones where the the, the claw one? the yeah no we didn't steal well, i mean we did <laughs> we this was totally different time this was your last year of pro oh oh when we were when, at the mall when, when and Tamakama. someone let it, the dome opens up like a hatch and there's it like locks and you you need a key but one time it was open. It just lifted up. And he had his backpack. So he just took all the candy in the machine. <laughs> so he, was, he wasn't as little then. Uh, grade 8, right? Yeah, he was 13. <laughs> well, no wonder he was fat. Yeah. Remember that? Candy and, <laughs> and yogurts. Those super thick, like sugary yogurts. That's actually a funny, it was a funny story within the family because if you don't know the family, probably not as funny, but my, my, all my kids, uh, you know, fit, healthy, athletic uh, people. And then this one four month, not even, three month stint, my, <laughs> my oldest boy, Van, ballooned up like a freaking it was crazy and it was all in a short stint i played one of my last years i went over by myself and the family stayed behind and and then the next season you know we decided that we need to be together again so they all came and we thought we'd try this in this new city that i'd uh, started playing in but it was a smaller town so they didn't have the same kind of schools as in tokyo so it was going to be a bit of a challenge. Well, we had to home, uh, homeschool the two younger boys, and then Van did online schooling. Well, if you know my oldest, it didn't work worth shit. So we were going to have to uh, send the family back. But anyways, during that short time that the whole family was together, he managed to uh, gain... <laughs> I didn't realize it, but you look back at the pictures, he... He he was pudgy, and it was all because of that. All those types of different foods. Ugh, thick boy. <laughs> <laughs> you would make me UFC fight him. I think that was around the time UFC was, I guess, becoming a thing. We were in the our room, and it was two, like twin size beds, and we would push them together, and get the take the blankets off. And then wear winter gloves, which we thought had enough padding, but it's still going to hurt if you get punched by one. And we would full-on fist fight <laughs> and, tr I mean, try to grapple because he wanted... It, we, obviously, every time it would end up with me getting hurt, he'd punch me in the eye or something. <laughs> I don't remember that. That's well, weird. it's because it was at night before we go to bed. It was like in the dark. <laughs> okay. Um, you were mentioning transitioning. We were talking about stuff in Tokyo and whatnot. But what about this whole mini hockey thing? Oh. <laughs> well, yeah. uh, back when we were little, I because like like at the time we'd play mini hockey. I was like seven, and Jonah and Van were uh, like. I guess 12 and 14, so quite a bit older than me. So we would play mini hockey with our with like helmets and gloves. 
but like on our knees with mini sticks and a foam ball. But we'd have like you know legit helmets and with with like a visor and gloves. Sometimes we'd throw in shoulder pads so we could like actually like we'd put throw on bodies basically <laughs> from the waist up. Yeah, full gear and with and, jerseys and and we would even we wouldn't even play. We would and and like like obviously it wasn't much for Joan and Van because they were so much older than me. But they just entertained me and they would let me like just toss like like I would just just randomly. Just shoot the puck or shoot the ball, and then just throw off my gloves, and then they'd see that, and they'd throw off their gloves, and then we'd just grab a hold of each other's collars, and Jonah would basically or Van would basically just put their head down and start throwing punches at me, and I, thinking I'm tough, being six or seven years old, would just be throwing haymakers at the top of their helmet <laughs> as hard as I could. <laughs> Is that how you remember it? Yeah, <laughs> we would full on. Well, not with him because he was way smaller. We wouldn't actually punch him. It was more like when you play with like a toddler, you pretend punch, but he would be full on close fist swinging, <laughs> and he would hit us in the face. But it wouldn't really hurt, so it was kind of funny. So I would, you would just kind of take it like real punches, <laughs> and then when if Van and I fought, it would be like really like have throw real punches that don't really connect though because we don't want to actually hit each other in the face so we would like tuck our chin and throw punches at the the helmet so like we would be cutting up our knuckles and stuff on the, <laughs> <on> the helmets <laughs> but we were fine with it because we wanted, wanted to like wanted it to feel like a real hockey fight <laughs> <laughs> and then we would put our gear back on and play for like another 30 seconds and then we would fight again <laughs> it was kind of weird the the dynamic because mac was quite a bit diff, uh younger than you guys and uh i don't want to say he was raised totally different but it was a little bit different by the time mac came around we were a lot easier on <laughs> on wow. mac as opposed to you and van i was a huge pussy <laughs> <laughs> speaking of when they, you, you guys were all kids uh, it's bringing back some memories of some funny stories when you guys were kids. And one of the, the funniest stories I love telling is, is uh, when Van, my oldest boy, first game, was in, was in, <laughs> in Japan. And uh, like I said, they were all raised there. Uh, Van and Jonah, uh, I think Jonah was like eight months when we first went there. And, and Van a year and a bit, uh, two years old. And so they they started their hockey there. And hockey is quite a bit different, obviously, especially in the minor hockey system coming up. It's a lot different. And and uh, it was uh, an odd thing to, to watch, seeing as I was brought up in Canada playing hockey. But anyways, we... We, we put our son, our oldest boy, in hockey, and, and uh, he gets to play his first game. And uh, if you know my, my oldest boy, he's, he's quite serious. And even from a, since he was little, he was very serious, pretty tough, uh, even for a little boy. But his view of hockey was, I guess, based around watching me and, and just being around it all the time and he goes and we put him in his first game and we're up in the stands and 
the team wears the same jerseys as the pro team I'm on. So they have the same jerseys. He's got my number. He wears the same number, number 70, and emo on the back. And so everybody in the stands knows who he is. And um, they allow him... Emo's boy. <laughs> they allow him to take the, the first draw of the game because it's his first game. And everybody's watching, and it's so cute. He's just little. I don't even know how old he was, maybe seven or whatever. And he puts a stick down to waiting for the puck to drop. Referee drops the puck, and Van looks straight up. I don't know if it was a guy or a girl, little boy, across from him. Looks at him, cross-checks him right in the face. (laughs) Lays him out. And the referee's just looking... Everybody's just stunned because this little boy just cross-checked the person. Didn't even, didn't even try to take the draw for the puck. He cross-checked the other player right across <laughs> the face and gets penalty. They take him to the box, and, and Vaz is kind of looking around like, what the, why? Just gets in the box, and my wife is freaking out. You got to go down there. You got to go talk to Got to go talk to him. He's, been, he's making embarrassment, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like kind of saying relax we'll see what happens gets out of the box gets on the ice and the puck uh goes into his own zone he's kind of following because he's a little bit behind puck goes out of the zone and he slowly turns around and instead of going back towards where the puck goes he goes to the first person he sees on the other side on the other team and starts chasing that person down and is trying to swing his stick and trying to smoke that other person finally catches him nails that person takes another penalty goes to the box again (laughs) and this by this time my wife's losing it so i have to go down there so i go down to the penalty box and uh i i lean in there and i'm like hey van and i said hey buddy uh what are you doing he looks at me he goes that's hockey I said, dude, you, you got to go after the puck. He goes, we're supposed to sm- we're supposed to smoke guys and hit them. I'm like, yeah, but you got to go get the puck first and try to score goals. And he goes, no, that's his hockey. <laughs> it was like no talking to him. Finally, I had to talk to the coach, and they they managed to settle him down. But uh, it was one of the funniest things I'd ever seen. Horrifying, but funny at the same time. Nowadays, it wouldn't be such so funny, but at that time, I thought it was a pretty funny story. Imagine if he was good in tryout camps when he started to play junior. Yeah, no, he was, How, he was like actually a lot if, more if he talented. Didn't, like, choke <laughs> yeah. in tryouts, he would have been. I yeah. always tell people, I've never met another player who can shoot as good as him, skate, actually play hockey, and beat the shit out of anybody. <laughs> I've never met a single player in anywhere I've played. Yeah. I've and played in every league in the U.S. except the NHL. Yeah. No, he's a talented kid. He had a ridiculous shot. Yeah, I, I was remember, scared I re- of it. I was always scared of his shot. I remember going to... <laughs> He, he was, like, 17 using, like, a 110 flex. 
or like younger than that. Yeah. I, I really yeah. Every other player our age in minor hockey was using seventy five. Five. Maybe. And, or like like, like eighty five for the big D men. A ninety five or ninety two, whatever for like those like behemoth. No, like the only people who ever used that wanted to look strong. Yeah, because no one could flex those yeah, sticks. But, but he was using a one ten. But, but yeah, Van was using like one ten, one fifteen, like pro stock. <laughs> like, yeah. and when I the one launching bombs from the blue line. The one year I played with him in Semiamu, it looked like borderline man playing with kids because <laughs> he just. He has like this super wide, low stance, his stride or his stride. And it's like, he could tell he just like has way more power than anyone. And he would just like fly end to end. And he would, he would just wind up at the blue line and rip a clapper right by the goalie's face bar down. And he did (laughs) that like multiple times. And then the next shift, he would lay someone out in like center ice and almost end their life. Like there's one story about him absolutely murdering some kid. Like like this not- was the year before when I didn't play with him. This kid was trying to be all fancy, dangling right up straight across the hash marks. And Van just came flying in, kid with his head down, annihilated this kid. His helmet broke, his cage flew off. Both gloves went flying in the air, and he was knocked out, like, unconscious on his back. <laughs> I thought he was dead. Then, and Van just stood there over top of him and yelled something in his face. So, like, I don't know. He must have did something before, but he killed this kid. And he, the, the, the medics went out there, and they had to take him off on a stretcher. I love it. Which, which, which he had done more than once. The one difference with Van, I remember, compared to a lot of other players, he actually wanted to um, hurt people. Yeah. (laughs) Like, when he hit people, and I saw him hurt himself multiple times because when he would lean into a check, if if by chance he missed or or did it, you know, he was hitting him, he was going to get hurt himself. Yeah. Like he would lean everything instead of kind of protecting his own balance, he would just go for it every single time. And I I saw him right from when he was little. Like I made that joking story, but that's kind of they never stopped after that. No. He just kept doing it and doing it. And back then, you know, some parents you know were obviously upset, but it wasn't like now you can't make some of those hits that he used to do. Yeah, that's the one thing that sucked about being a goalie. Was I didn't get to ever try to hit anybody. <laughs> I've thrown a few hip checks and stuff, but like no real open ice hits. That's the one thing about being a goalie sometimes. You can't get involved in that shit. Yeah, but you still did when you played pro. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember anything? Kind of, kind of, but like I didn't care about hockey, so I didn't even. I barely watched. Yeah, I, I was I, just running around the rink, playing with with friends and and doing stupid shit like that. And I never, like I, I remember your last year of pro. I watched more than in the past. Right. But at that point, you had already settled down, and you weren't fighting or doing any, yeah, anything like that. Yeah, no, I was pretty chill at the end. 
Yeah, you would have been too little to remember most. It's I I like I don't remember anything specific, but I just have like almost like I remember the feeling of being there and watching my dad like go at it with like other players. Like 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 I said, I remember anything specific, but I just remember that feeling of being there and watching you just do your thing. Van and Jonah didn't spend a whole lot of time watching. I remember that. I I'd look in the stands. I could see you guys running around and uh, my wife trying to keep them in check. I do remember my my oldest, uh, my daughter, one time having a, a bit of an issue with me back in the early days when I was playing. I was a lot more hot-headed. I remember we were playing a, a team with a bunch of other imports that we knew and it, the game got quite hot and heavy and there was a, like a a line brawl which turned into a bit more of a, an actual brawl right at the end when the buzzer went to end the game. And uh, we were in a bit of a scrum and, and there was a, a player, and I'm trying to think of who it was, the import guy. He was in the bottom of the pile and I was in the bottom of the pile and I, I looked through this little space. I could see his face and he was looking at me and he's just staring at me and he had these like stink eye he was just giving me the evil eye and he reaches through that little spot i could see him and he's yelling at me and he reached his hand through and grabbed he fish hooked my mouth <laughs> and he ripped the inside of my mouth trying to grab my face and then as we got out of the scrum the old rink we played in in tokyo when you would leave both teams would exit by the Zamboni in the same area. And there, on the other side of the boards, when you exit, there was a patch of ice that went off where the Zamboni went. And to the left and the right, the fans could lean over and cheer you on and say, great job and whatever. Well, as we're going off, that person who fish hooked me was screaming and I was yelling. And I, I don't think there are many words other than the F-bomb yelling at each other and I don't remember exactly it happening but uh, I guess my daughter was leaning over with her friends and the fans watching as we came off to say great job dad and I was just yelling f-bombs and we were trying to get at each other and I guess it was like my daughter's worst nightmare come true she'd seen her father turn into this demon <laughs> <laughs> and i get get out after the game and my wife's like you need to talk to your daughter she's not happy she's like she's not going to speak to you so she actually i tried apologizing it took two weeks and she never talked to me for two weeks <laughs> because she thought i was this devil devil of a human did you demon. even do anything after you know, I don't. Separating I, you I don't remember so much. I, I'd be quite honest with you. I was. It was in the moment, and I know we were all. Most of the fight, I think, took place outside. There wasn't a, a Boston Bruins type in the stands fighting after. I don't think, but the I think the screaming and the yelling and the, the seeing me do that, I think, probably tormented my daughter's upbringing. It's a funny story, I guess, looking back at it, but uh, probably not so funny for Brittany. <laughs> but, uh, all right. So, 
what I want to talk about is something that we actually have in common, aside from sports, is music. I wanted to ask the boys uh, some questions because we have quite a vast uh, array of taste uh, in differences and a lot of common stuff because, you know, they're obviously, I raised them, so they, they were raised as rockers, but have since kind of opened up to some other choices and whatnot. So I want to ask, first I'll ask uh, the chipmunk over here. <laughs> Mac, your favorites. And I didn't tell you that I was going to do this, so this is off the cuff. Uh, give me th- five of your favorite artists right now. Right now, well, Pop number smoke. one, <laughs> Pop, Pop Smoke. <laughs> the hell's Pop Smoke? Uncultured. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, three, three uh, favorite artists. Well. Number one, Bring Me the Horizon right now. What? Yeah. They're lit. Okay, move on. <laughs> move on. Uh, bring Me the Horizon. Uh, he listen, does, he doesn't to... like anything with screaming. I, I know. Does, doesn't mean that I don't have to like it. Uh, nothing specific, but I've listened, been listening to a lot of classical music recently as well. <laughs> like when I, when I meditate, when I read and stuff. Very That's relaxing. Cool. He's trying That's to be cool. more sophisticated. <laughs> it's sophisticated. You drink tea. What? <laughs> <laughs> Everything's funny to him. <laughs> okay, third one. Uh, Are you like on edibles or something? What do I listen to? No. I can't think of uh, anything right now. I don't know because you always show me different stuff. Like yeah. S- uh, this is actually this is funny in itself. Like you can't ever shut up. So <laughs> how can you not think of? I don't, just go on your phone. Do it, <laughs> yeah, obviously. Okay, next move on to Jonah. Jonah, we'll let Van. Uh, Van, let we'll let Mac ponder on that question. Some of your favorites. Uh, Cardi B. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I would never have that on my phone. Ew. Oh, R.A. the Rugged Man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His newest album. He's a rapper. Yeah. But he's like super old school and he's like underground because he calls out anything political, uh, mainstream, anything. And he's like insanely good yeah he's actually a good he, rapper and the lyrics are insane and he, he doesn't in, in in regards to this, like political shit he doesn't leave out anybody yeah. like 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 doesn't matter what side you're on you're getting roasted it's yeah he, yeah and his flow is insane i actually uh, just downloaded a a pretty cool collaboration with a rap slash regular music an old old band called texas uh so female singer and the Wu Tang Clan. Yeah, you should download it. It's a six. It, it's new. Yeah. Yeah. I like when it's a mix. Like I just I'm scrolling through, and there's this god. God. It's called Fire from the Gods, and they're a band. But it's a mix between metal, like I, I think what would you call it? New metal core. I, I don't really know. What, what but band? The, Fire from the Gods. The lead singer is a black guy. He looks like he'd be a rapper. Like he doesn't look at all like he'd be in a metal band. But he 
he has more of a rapping voice style in some verses, and then he'll just but break out into a melodic uh, chorus, and then a breakdown with heavy screamo, and it's at each one sounds like a completely different person, but it's all him, and it's really good. Ooh, I just thought. Okay, Bring Me the Horizon, whole array of classical music, and While She Sleeps. They're sick. Yeah. You won't like them. They're like metal. Like electronic metal. What about like uh, Knock Me Down, Tommy Lee? Ooh. The one you showed me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, Kill, Killvane? Yeah. That song is dope. Yeah, I, I downloaded the whole album. Weird I can't album. say I'm a super fan of the whole album, but there's a couple. Yeah, I, I looked through a couple, and there were few that i didn't like okay that's weird sorry just going back to that band that you brought up fire from the gods i pulled them up all it's four white dudes and then the lead singer the one black dude he's got dreads he's got this dope ass camo shirt every white guy in the background looks like the same person <laughs> okay this looks right look at this is it the band <laughs> they literally yeah, they literally look identical, and they're all doing the same face in the same pose. It looks like it looks like an evolution chart where like you have like the different phases of human beings. It's like they're all different versions of the same person. Huh. Since you guys are brought up as rockers, uh, I remember I found out that day you guys, the van took you. Yeah. Uh, my oldest boy, somehow, he's gone off in this weird music. He doesn't listen Venture. to rock anymore because he thinks that there, it doesn't exist. <laughs> okay. He says there's no such thing as new rock music, good rock music, but he it's because he doesn't look yeah. for it at all. Yeah. Anyways, he took you guys to that. I'll edit it properly. Not cool singer. <laughs> yeah, the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. The one with the weird hair. <laughs> did you know he's Canadian? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I always forget about that. He's yeah, Toronto, I, did, right? I didn't know that. Yeah. He's from Toronto, right? When I did the podcast so. with Todd Ritchie, the therapist, yeah. he told me that. I didn't even know. Oh. Explains why his music sucks. You don't like it? <laughs> I like a couple of his songs. Like, like literally, like, three of his songs. Did you go to it? Yeah. I, I just went because I had never been to a concert before. And then we get there, and like our seats are literally behind the stage. That was your first concert. Yeah, I, I dropped the ball with you on that one. Yeah, come yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. I... Jonah gets to go to Tool and Nickelback, and no, I took I took Van and Jonah. You don't get to... to go to Nickelback. You have to go to Nickelback. I, want to I, I took to Van. And, <laughs> I took Van and I... Jonah to Queens of the Stone Age, and you were like, like you were. You, I was in grade eight. You're in grade I eight. I was thir thirteen. Thirteen. Nicotine and someone there. threw up on my shoe <laughs> before the concert even started. Great song. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> Seriously, it's are you on even, edibles? No, not, I'm not. Not I'm even tired. a good song. You'll get hit of the summer. No, but I remember taking you to that. You were you weren't you seemed so small then I did and you so you said you're grade eight? Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember wearing the shirt. Yeah. 
uh, to school. Oh, the coats and shirt? Yeah, I actually I saw one of my friends at the concert. Oh, really? Yeah. And how old were you I when forget. I took you to Tool? You like were in grade 15? Or, no, no, I was no, grade, no, grade 9. So you were like 14, 15. Hmm. Politics. I'll, I'll, Trump 2020. <laughs> 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 or like Trump 2021. How, how do you respond to this? COVID relief bill. $10 million for Pakistan gender programs. $193 million for cars for HIV and AIDS workers. New cars for HIV and AIDS workers. $40 million to the Kennedy Center. Not even open. $1.5 million for appropriation committees. Office of Diversity and Inclusion. I don't even know what the hell that is. Funds, get this one, funds for gender equality for statues. Nice one. $85.5 million assistance to Cambodia. $134 million to Burma. $1.3 billion for Egypt and the Egyptian military who, by the way, they'll probably be buying from Russia uh, the military equipment, $1.3 billion. Like, that was just like, uh, yeah, I feel like, you know, obviously we're, we're living in, in Canada and, and, and not as affected by it. But, you know, I think the, I get the money yeah, still. Well, the, the, the <laughs> thing, yeah, well, both of you guys have American citizenship. The, the thing that people don't realize about it is, like, oh, like living up in Canada, is that, like, the American lockdowns, like 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 people here would be happy to get six hundred dollars because most people are back in work here. Most people in America can't work because everything's closed. So six hundred dollars is is that's that's basically the government trying to make up for eight months of unemployment with six hundred dollars. So that's why it's so like messed up when they're giving billions of dollars away to other countries for stupid and statues. And that's <laughs> what is annoying the people who are anti-Trump, all this shit. They're pretending as if the other side cares about them when that's what's in the bill. Yeah. Yeah. Does it sound, there's nothing in there that is helping any American in any way. Yeah. And it makes no sense. Whether you're right or left, it's not a, not a very cool thing to read and see what they're trying to sneak in that bill. And, yeah. and that's five, that over 5,000 pages. It's like just under six. Yeah, it was like 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 over, like like fifty like fifty five hundred and ninety one or something like that. Yeah, that's as far as political that I'm yeah. gonna go. But anyways, Kevin, <laughs> do you remember that? What Stefan? Stefan SNL Bill, Bill Hader's Bill character Hader. on oh, SNL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, play, the he plays the the password is spicy. <laughs> do you remember that? That was the. One of the only good things about SNL. Uh, what is the human pinata? It's this thing of when you take a midget and you make him eat a lot of candy and you spin him around real fast until he throws up. <laughs> the funny thing is he would absolute every time it was a, it was like a bit to loot to break character. Welcome to the hottest new club in New York, New York it's, uh, located between. Uh, home. located between um, a, a trash can and a dumpster on the east side of Manhattan. <laughs> it's got everything you need. Um, uh, uh, 
a bathroom with no <laughs> a bathroom with no toilet. <laughs> he just goes off the list of the most ridiculous things and he's like, and the pot the password is Kevin. <laughs> it all sounds completely made up on the spot. <laughs> Remember the cat? He's like. <laughs> <laughs> You're for sure on edibles. Absolutely not. I'm just, I, I'm, a, no, I'm on six hours of sleep. Okay. okay. All right. That's, well, that's about as much as I can handle listening to you. So on that, we're going to exit. And I don't know actually when I'm going to get this out, but I want to wish everybody a happy holidays. Merry Christmas, because we are recording this on Christmas Eve. And if we put this out after, I hope you had a Merry Christmas. And have a happy new year. And you two donkeys want to say bye? Bye. Thanks for having us, Mayor Kresler. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Kwanzaa. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is your deal? <laughs> I laugh because he keeps on staring at me. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> what? What? You say Johnny? <laughs> Johnny. Johnny? Yeah, Johnny. What is that? Is that Chinese? Japanese, you idiot. What's that? Same thing. <laughs> See ya. Wei Shang Xia. shout out. <laughs> Keep them high and tight. <laughs> Your mom's house. <laughs> oh.